Welcome back to Hammock Chats with Reb and <laughs> Um I'm Nay actually. I'm Reb. Are we keeping that? That's fine. Okay, so welcome back to Hammock Chats with Reb and Nay. We're your hosts. Reb and Nay. <laughs> and we first have to address the fact that we are late. Sorry to our loyal fans that we not did not get an episode out Thursday night. <laughs> Thursday night. <laughs> slash Friday morning. Um, two things happened this weekend. Well, usually we record on a Thursday night. That's usually the jam. Mm-hmm. But. Mm-hmm. Well, two of my friends from home. Hi, guys. Came to visit. And I just kind of lost track of time. But also. Then we're going to record the next day. But. I was eating some soup, and a chickpea managed to get in the soup, and I'm extremely allergic to them. I didn't eat the chickpea. I just had a spoon with a broth, but I had a bad allergic reaction. Renee came and saved me, um, so I was just out for the night. <laughs> yeah, but we're here, um, and there should be two episodes this week, so get excited. On our regular schedule. Yeah. Does- Can you believe we have a schedule? It's kind of cool. <laughs> we're kind of official. Yeah. But anyway... To begin our podcast, Rebecca, what is something that you can't let go of from last week? Um, I definitely think we have the same one. <laughs> At least, okay, well, so on Wednesday, <laughs> do we have the same one? I think it was Tuesday. Then we're not talking about the same things. Oh. Oh, well, on Wednesday, um, our school did this event at Dave and Buster's. Oh. <laughs> and, and... When we were there, there was a DDR machine, so naturally we wanted to use it, and we were waiting in line, and there's this guy <laughs> who was playing, and I originally thought that the girl next to him was, like, his friend or whatever, and they were playing together, but we found out that they were strangers, but this man was incredible. Like, you know how you have perfect? There's Apparently there's a step up from perfect called Marvelous, and he got every single one of those as Marvelous. And there, he had, like, 400, 500 steps. And then there's another guy who I guess they were also strangers. Both of them were incredible. And it was basically, if you've ever seen The Kissing Booth or, like, any intense, like, DDR thing, that's I've never seen that before in real life. And I, I feel like, I don't know, I checked something off my list. He was going to town. It was pretty mesmerizing. And, I mean... Listen, he was wearing athletic wear. And he had a towel. He had a towel. On, like, the, there's, like, a back, or there's a rest that I guess I never really use because I don't even go that fast. No, it makes it easier. He, like, propped himself on there. He had a towel to, like, reduce the, or I guess increase the friction. Yeah. It was insane. It was kind of funny because I was like, well, I'm impressed, but it must not be that hard. So then I tried with our friend Manny after <laughs> him when he uh, finally got off. It was so hard. So, yeah, good for him. (laughs) Yeah. Well, mine is not the same because I have to shout out Rebecca here because on Tuesday, we went to um, an event at City of Asylum here in Pittsburgh. City of Asylum is super cool. Oh, my God. No. (laughs) And um, 
it was a story slam. Is that the proper phrase? It's not connected to The Moth anymore. The Moth is a great podcast, a storytelling podcast. But essentially, it was an open mic night where people could sign up to tell stories. And Rebecca had not prepared in advance, but she put her name on that list and she presented a story. I won't say what it was about. It's so embarrassing. No. If any of the fans want to find out, contact me privately, but I can't expose myself. No, she was great. She didn't even practice and she went up there and she gave this wonderful storytelling moment. That was weird grammar pit moment (laughs) (laughs) well i like the word moment i guess but it was wonderful and i was like wow this girl chooses to be my friend and look how cool she is that's Um, so sweet and it was also just a really cool event in general yeah the um there's this one girl who apparently wrestled with chris evans in high school oh yeah same high school um there's another really funny story about um studying abroad studying abroad and like swimming fleeing the country oh Mm -hmm. yes but anyway we also met some lovely people there um rebecca shouted out our podcast if you are those people hello (laughs) (laughs) yeah i feel like i also have to really mention what mention really quickly that i can't let go of the fact that my two best friends from home I have multiple best friends, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a different category. Kristen and Sarah came to visit, and it was just lovely having them here in Pittsburgh. Sarah's probably the biggest supporter of this podcast, our biggest <laughs> fan, so... Hi, Sarah! <laughs> but yeah, that was absolutely lovely, too. So two things that I can't let go of from this week. Cool. That was really nice. I like this segment. Me too. But... Moving on, the subject of our podcast is things that you can't live without. And I just think it's, like, a cool idea um, just to see, like, if they're, you know, these aren't, like, air and water, you know. We're doing things that aren't really thought about, but I just think it'd be a cool way to, like, get to know each other and for you guys to get to know us. Yeah, because Rebecca and I don't know each other at all. Not at all. Um, We also (laughs) didn't. I have a list. I think Rebecca has a list in her head. In my head. I don't have enough, but I will think of it's it as fine. I go on. It's fine. We didn't We didn't share a list, our lists, so I think this should be interesting. I also feel like I kind of want to make a disclaimer. Are we going to say family and friends? Because obviously I can't live without family and friends, but no. I feel like that's an obvious that, but one. But that's like kind of like air and water. Yeah, okay, well, I just want to put it that here. We're not terrible people. We can't live without our family and friends, but we're going to talk are more about like physical objects. objects. Or, yeah. We wanted a little bit of a lighter episode after talking about change, a little more fun. Yeah. So. <laughs> I want you to go first. Okay, well, I already know that this one is one of yours. I simply cannot live without chocolate. Yeah, that's on mine too. <laughs> chocolate. <laughs> I remember when they invented chocolate. <laughs> All the real ones know the reference. I feel like everyone knows that reference. Anyway, it, whether it's a bar of chocolate, whether it's a fudgy brownie, because fudgy brownies are better mm-hmm. than cakey brownies, I could not live without chocolate. You have to underbake it by at least 10 minutes. <laughs> Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And we learned a hack that if you're making box brownies, if you just don't put in the water... Mm-hmm. Don't they- add in the water, add chocolate chips, and add like a quarter teaspoon of, es- of espresso powder. It tastes like Alvin... What's his name? Alvin Ma? Oh, yes, the 100-hour brown. No. Well, no, he made the one. Yes. Yeah, yeah, there's this one tasty producer who makes a brownie recipe that I use all the time. I think it's really good. It's the best one, um, but it's not, yeah. I don't even use the right type of chocolate, and it's still the best brownies that I've ever had. 
but can um, we link it? Uh, we can try. We can try. If not, or we'll put on, it on like, our Instagram mm-hmm. stories. Yeah. But it tastes similar to that when you, like, church it up. Church it up. But, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely to bake them, too. But also, I feel like we have to shout out the triple chocolate fudge bar. Would you like to explain <laughs> what that is, Rebecca? <laughs> so, <laughs> this is, um, was a transformative experience for me and Renee. At our dining hall, the desserts are, yeah, yeah. you know, it's, it's, it's all right. And I think we both are really skeptical about brownies because usually when you have them in a place, you know, they have to fully cook them. You can't serve a fudgy brownie <laughs> to students. Um, and so our soft, was it sophomore year or freshman year? Sophomore year. Oh, we only had it for... Or was it freshman year? I think it was the second semester of freshman year into sophomore year. So we only had it for two full semesters because yeah. of COVID. But, um, yeah, I guess the end of our freshman year, we saw a brownie and... Renee. <laughs> I thought it had nuts in it, but it actually had white chocolate. But I was eating it in front of Rebecca, or I was telling you about it. I was like, You're I telling had this me about it. Incredible brownie in the dining hall, but like, and you, you, you have can't to eat believe it, me. You have to believe me. It's so good. And then we would inspect the chocolate chips because you said it was so good. And I was like, I have to see if I can eat this. I thought they were nuts, but why did I not like? They didn't really taste like anything. Anyway, they were so fudgy and gooey, but somehow retained their shape. Shape, yeah. And whenever and we- they were still fudgy and gooey when they were not warm yes that's the important part but the thing is they wouldn't have it every day it was it was a delicacy once a month mm-hmm. Some, just like that tortellini oh my god <laughs> but when we got them we would get so many of them and we would like hoard them for each other i remember this you were going home for your dad's birthday or something <gasps> it was in january and renee used her swipe she had a flight like in the afternoon but she would she used her swipe to get into the dining hall and she was like do you have triple chocolate fudge brownie bars no i saw them oh you saw oh they were in the dessert station i was like this is perfect because you I'm, checked the menu earlier yes i checked the menu and i saw them and i was like this is great i'm gonna bring them home for my dad hi dad i think you're you're watching hi crackle listening oh my gosh crackle yeah crackle and cool cat anyway <laughs> i was like this is gonna be perfect he could finally try them they were there. It was like a shining beacon of beauty. <laughs> I was about to grab one, and the lady goes, no, the dessert station doesn't open until 11 a.m. Oh, they had it out on the table? It was out on it the wasn't table. It was like, oh. And she wouldn't let me take one. She so was, anyway, when I went, I think I took eight of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then I wrapped them, and I kept them in my desk for you. Thanks. They were still good when I came back, like, three days yeah, later. They're, yeah, they were very good. But here's the thing. They don't have them anymore. We changed providers at our dining hall. And I have emailed people. I have asked people. Mm. I have searched online. We have looked at we so many We have made pictures. multiple recipes that looked promising or looked like it, and none of them worked out. Martha Stewart's was the most promising, like, on paper. It looked like them. It, well, also, it was a big batch, which made, which made sense, because we thought... Why would they make a small batch when they, yeah. like, have to make it for college yeah. kids? Like, they need a 13 by 9 tray. It wasn't it. Here, and when I tell you I emailed multiple people who work for, like, dining services at Pitt, I really did. We also asked someone back in the day when they actually had them, and the guy told us, oh, I don't know, it's probably just a box mix. That was not a box mix. He said it was a Pillsbury box mix. We looked that up. We spent so much time researching Yeah, we this. expected the recipes, too. We were like, yeah. does, is it, does this make sense for the texture? Yeah. I also have a picture of the triple chocolate fudge bars on my phone. It's under my favorited, <laughs> along with my COVID vaccine card. That's about it. That's funny. I, we are going to put it on the Instagram stories. Yeah, we'll show them. Anyway, 
That's I so funny. F- yeah, I feel like you have to go now. That was a lot of chocolate talk. Well, I mean, I guess I, I'll just do the same thing. Or, oh, okay, I'll just go on to my second one. Yeah. Well, actually, no question. For chocolate bar, what is, what's your chocolate bar of preference? Can it be snacking chocolate? Like a non-pareil? Okay, listen. There is a store called Monami Chocolate. That was a terrible... Pr- I don't even know. It's in the Strip District in Pittsburgh, and their nonpareils are the best things ever, in my opinion. But I also like the um, Touch of Sea Salt chocolate. That's 70%. The lint one? Yeah. Mm. How about you? I already know the answer, but tell the people they want to know. Oh, you tell them for me. No, you tell them. No, I want to see if you know. You like the caramel one, but you also like the... Is it Cadbury? Yeah. I don't like it, but you like the Cadbury. But you like the one from India. Yeah, so I'll only get the Cadbury that you can get at an Indian store, and I'll make sure that the manufacturer is from India, because I think the flavor and the texture is better. Actually, though, we tried the chocolate from India, the chocolate from the UK, mm-hmm. and from, from the South U- Africa. Oh, I thought we tried the US one. Oh, no, it was Manny's. Yeah, it was Manny's mm-hmm. South Africa. And- the UK one stinks! Yeah, the South African one was good, but the Indian one was the best. Thanks. It's just true. I mean... I I, mean... uh, Am I biased? Yeah, I think maybe a little. I mean, you don't like how chalky it is, but I like how chalky chalky it is because it coats your throat. Yeah, but the flavor of that one was the best. Mm. The UK one was the worst. That was so bad. And I'm thin. But anyway, that one... um, But the dairy milk one, not the dark chocolate one. Interesting. Oh, oh. I bought you the dark chocolate one the other day. (laughs) It just looks good. I I appreciate it. still appreciate it just it. looked yummy just chop it up and put it in some brownies <laughs> um and then also the ghirardelli like the orange colored caramel ones that one i know you like those are so good because i only like runny caramel or caramel sorry thank you <laughs> i only like um runny caramel oh my gosh runny caramel <laughs> <laughs> runny caramel <laughs> um i think chewy caramel is from satan interesting i i agree with you but i i agree with you that the runny caramel is better but i don't hate chewy caramel it's not I as good hate though it. anyway, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> i think you should do the next one um okay so when i thought of this the first thing that came to this is gonna be kind of embarrassing but i'm not embarrassed at all oh i know your answer <laughs> okay you say it though um so when i was born my neighbors gave me a baby blanket and i've had it again since birth but it's not the type of baby blanket that it's just a piece of string. Like, it's still a full <laughs> blanket. Like, nothing's ripped. Oh, my God. Where's wood? Nothing is ripped. We spent 15 minutes on that. Chocolate. <laughs> anyway, it's fine. <laughs> um, but that blanket, it still has, like, it's just so nice to touch. And Aww. what I do, I don't know why. It's just the most comforting feeling. So whenever I'm upset or stressed or just things are not going my way I'll just like put it to my face and every night what I do is I cover my um pillow with it so that my cheek always touches it when I sleep and that's like the only way that I can sleep um so I definitely can't live without it my dad thinks I'm crazy he's tried to he's tried to throw it out multiple (gasps) times multiple times but my mom knows how how like important it is to me um so she'll defend me but when I was maybe like 13 or 14 it got lost somewhere and i didn't have it for a uh, year or two uh, and then my mom found it in my grandma's closet and i was reunited with it and i this s- sounds like treachery to me maybe my dad hit it 
No way. He wouldn't do that to me. He he wouldn't be sneaky about it. He would just say, I'm throwing it out. Maybe you just need to think about that for a little bit. <laughs> Maybe I'll ask him. Anyway. Um, but yeah, once I got it back, like, I, I just have the best sleep of my life. And I know... This is going to sound really selfish, but this is how important it is to me. So my mom was like, oh, are you going to like give it to your daughter, like your son or something? No. No, I will that? keep it forever. Why would they want it? I'll be buried with it. Okay. I'll make sure that happens. Oh. What? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, thank you. Um, If I happen to die after you, which... I'll, wait, if you die before me, I'll put it in your casket as a token of my love. <gasps> Thanks. You're welcome. <laughs> Why'd you close the computer? There are no more notes on there. Oh, you know what you... Okay. It's on the sticky note. All right. Um, anyway, the next thing that I cannot live without is really basic, but it is my journal. Mm-hmm. I have journaled on and off for my whole life, but I really came into my journaling habit in... I think it was the beginning of 2020, right before COVID, And I really like it to write down memories, but also if I'm ever overthinking or I'm just not feeling great. That was British. Anyway. Not feeling great. (laughs) Or like a bad headspace. I feel the best when I just pour it out into my journal. Um, Also, I just love buying pretty journals. Mm -hmm. I'm using your journal right now, and it's the prettiest journal I've ever owned. But that's interesting. I feel like when I journal, it's mainly just to remember memories or especially quotes that make me belly laugh that I know that I won't remember in like a week or even on a couple days but especially in like years to come yeah I but I I feel this odd need to only write happy things in my journal oh interesting like so journaling about when I'm feeling sad or anything I feel like I don't want to taint my journal with that or look back on which I know that I've had hard times. Like, everyone has had hard times, even through good periods. Yeah. But I'm starting to try to get, like, out of that. At least mention, like, this was not a good day. And then kind of move on, you know? I feel you. Because I don't always... If I'm just writing about the memories, if I'm not writing to make myself feel better, then I'm less inclined to write bad things. Mm-hmm. But I wonder if you wanted to have that more therapeutic aspect of a journal, but you're afraid to put it in, what would it be like if you had a separate journal... That you could just write however you wanted. You could write stream of consciousness. It wouldn't have to be full, complete, beautiful sentences Mm -hmm. if that would help at all. Yeah. Well, about that, I don't think I use my journal as, like, a therapeutic thing either. I don't know what I do when I'm, I guess, go to my blanket or drink a cup of milk, which I'll get into. Born Vita. Yeah. (laughs) Um, But, yeah, that's interesting. That we have, I guess I use more mine more like a diary. Yeah, yeah. I definitely call mine a journal. I don't consider it a diary, even though they're very similar. I don't call mine a diary, but I think it's mainly how I use it. Mm. I don't even know. That's cool to think about, though. Yeah. Um, let's see. I think um, another thing that I can't live without is some sort of craft or puzzle or hmm. like art thing i guess we can just put it under craft because i guess puzzles you can count as a craft yeah um i like i feel like if i have free time either i'll finish watching my show or read or you know do a puzzle but i think the thing that makes me the happiest is you know making an art project especially puzzling or just like making making she's really good at that 
puzzling yeah thanks <laughs> or making like small things for my friends I just love looking at instructions and putting things together and making something it's just so fun and I I think like I could live a happy life with no connection to the world and just a whole bunch of crafts Rebecca made me a really cute Valentine's Day gift which is this really pretty piece of fabric that had like some green and some blue and then it was sewn or like embroidered around the edges and it made me so happy anyway thought that related (laughs) (laughs) yeah i guess for me my equivalent maybe would just be books Mm. can you tell i'm an english major (laughs) definitely could not live without books and i've always known that throughout my whole life but i do think that not to say what everyone else says but i think that the pandemic has proven that we all need if not books, art forms in some way mm-hmm. um, to bring us hope, to inspire us, just to like, be there for us when we can't be with other people. Um, I also just love reading in general. It's just my favorite hobby. But I do think it's pretty deep, and I do think it's really cool that other people's words can affect us so much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's how I feel about The Alchemist and The Namesake. <laughs> oh, did we talk about The Namesake on here? I don't think we have. Rebecca annotated that book and then sent it to me to read, and it made... I'm not... Was it my favorite read from 2021? (gasps) There might have been one other one. I can't remember. Why am I taking personal? Like, I'm not the one who wrote the book. (laughs) Yeah, but it was... The the experience was made more special by the fact that you wrote in it, and I could read your thoughts. But it was my second favorite read, sorry. What was your first? Never Let Me Go. Is that the one that... With the white cover and it the has, eyes. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I should read that. Yeah. Uh, sorry if there's outside noise. <laughs> I don't even know if they can tell. We just have friends over. Yeah. <laughs> um, cool. What's my next one? Oh, back to the milk. <laughs> uh, <ew>. Another. <laughs> I know this is weird, but yeah. this, is, this is another... I guess object of comfort is a glass of milk with Born Vita. And Born Vita is like Indian nutritional chocolate powder that you can get at any store or in any Indian store. And I grew up drinking it. And I don't know why. It's What's weird is oftentimes I have like a stomach issues. <laughs> and a lot of times I'll go into periods for months where I really can't eat anything. Just everything makes me nauseous. And a lot of times on those days, the only thing that I can stomach is a cup of milk and Born Vita, or even just a cup of milk. And a lot of times, if I'm just having a rough day, things aren't going my way, I'm like crying. Renee has texted me, and <laughs> she said, I can make you some milk and Born Vita, because that's like what makes me, I don't know, I don't know what it does, it's just, <laughs> it's just so healing for me. It's what runs in your veins. Well, yeah, because I... Um, growing up, my mom made me drink, like, five cups of milk a day. Loki's sane, but that's why I don't like it. But, see, I don't know why I don't hate it, but I, I think I drank, like, the amount of water I was supposed to drink as a child in milk. But I still love it. And I think that's maybe why I have strong bones. Probably. Aww, that's good. No osteoporosis in your future. Hopefully. Anyway. I think it runs in my family. But... Oh, God. Anyway. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think... Um, I was always, I know a lot of people hate milk and they never understand how I like that. And I was like thinking about what is my equivalent of other people's milk 
And for me, it's eggs, because my mom always makes me eat like, an oh. egg or two a day, and I... Can I go into my tangent of eggs? Sure. You can tell me no. No, you can do it. Okay, anyway, my mom, she's just really obsessed with me always eating milk and... Or drinking milk and eating eggs. <laughs> so every time I'm home, she'll, without fail, give me an egg. And in high school, because, like, I don't really get much sleep, so I didn't have time to eat breakfast. I would try to get as much sleep as I could, so I'd just be on the road, you know, to get to school. So my mom... Instead of, like, frying an egg, she would just hard-boil an egg and give it to me. But she, this is so sweet of her. I realized that, like, this is really nice of her. But she would unpeel the egg so I could just eat it on the bus or, like, eat it in class. But she would... That's no flavor. Well, she would, like, put salt and pepper on it. Okay. And then saran wrap it. But salt and pepper doesn't help me. I just hate it. Um, and she would saran wrap it and then <laughs> send it to me. So I would, like be on the bus eating this stupid hard-boiled egg and I would be like gagging in the seat or sometimes I couldn't get myself to eat the egg on the Did bus you throw it out the window no because I I can't throw out food I feel no, so no that's bad. fair I don't actually think you should throw it out the window no but like I I couldn't even lie about it and I didn't want to like waste the egg but sometimes I couldn't get the strength to eat the egg on the bus okay um so I'd have to wait until I got to class but that was even worse because I remember I was in I was in choir. Sometimes that was the first period of my class. So I'd sit in the corner and like silently eat this egg. I'd try to like eat it one bite, eat it in two bites. Like one cl- bite! Whoa. So I just didn't have to eat it because the texture is what gets me. Like the yolk is what makes me gag. So I'd like close my nose and I'd just be in the corner like silently gagging to myself. And then I'd have a whole thing of egg and I'd have to go and sing. Aww. It was the worst experience. But... Yeah, I guess my equivalent is eggs. <laughs> well, I think everyone knows the best way to eat a hard-boiled egg is cut up and made into egg salad. I do like egg salad. With relish in it. Relish, yes. Relish is needed in any sort of blank uh, salad. Oh, this is why I love you. <laughs> anyway. Sorry for that egg tangent. <laughs> I loved it. I mean, I don't really hate eggs, but it was informative. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> My next one's pretty simple, but I feel strongly about it. Dental floss. Oh my gosh, you're so right. I cannot go a day without flossing my teeth. It will never happen. Well, never say never. But within my power, it will never happen. You have to get that stuff out of there. (laughs) Also, Renee and I always argue about this. I guess I stopped arguing about it, but freshman year, she always called it dental floss, but I just call it floss. Oh, you're so right. I didn't even realize like, that until you said there's, anything. There's cooking floss. How do you distinguish that from dental floss? <laughs> I've never even thought about that until you said something. But anyway. But yeah, I don't know if that's just a me thing. No, I think everyone agreed with you. Really? Well, yeah, that's but- like how I say, did you wish her? Or like, my family says, did you wish her? And she doesn't say happy birthday. <laughs> did you wish her? Wish her what? There's another one. You say, once I'm done with homework. No, once I'm done homework. You don't say with. Once I'm done school, I'll come over. Once I'm done dinner, I'll I'll go on a walk. Am I just incompetent? <laughs> no, I think I've noticed other people saying that too, but it's it's weird. I've never heard that. Once I'm done. Oh yeah, I do say once I'm done school. That's so but like she can live without the word with. Mm, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Um, how many did I give so far? Chocolate, Born Vita, milk, and a craft. Yeah. I didn't think of another one. 
I mean, I could give another. Yeah, could you give another? Sure. Nature? <gasps> I know what I can't live without. Oh, okay. <laughs> Some sort of moisturizer. <laughs> you can't live without coconut oil. Well, I can live without coconut oil as long as I have CeraVe. Or okay. CeraVe. They say that in the commercials, but I don't like it. Um, But yeah, I have dry skin, but... Um, <laughs> again, putting lotion on in the morning or, like, after a shower is a very healing experience for me. <laughs> Wait, every time after Rebecca showers, she, like, disappears for a while, which is fine, but then you hear, like, clanking <laughs> coming from her room. It's because she's scooping coconut oil um, with one of our spoons out of her... L- coconut jar. Jar, but you hear, like, clink, clink, clink. <laughs> But um, (laughs) last semester, my I accidentally got locked out of my room, and I had like taken a shower. I didn't wash. That's not important. Anyway, my body was washed, and I came out, and I was like trying to open the door, and it wouldn't work. And I was just I was just in a towel, and I didn't want to put on my dirty clothes again, but. I also had to leave for home the next day, like, early in the morning. And I was like, I need to get into my room. And I didn't have a key, and my landlord apparently didn't have a spare key. So there's just no way to get in there. And, like, the lock wasn't picking. Like, I couldn't put a card through the door. It was just a nightmare. But what was stressing me out the most was not that I couldn't get in my door. It was that I was out of the shower, and I was still unmoisturized. So Cece had to come over. And I was like, Cece, I didn't put lotion on. So she had to go into her room and bring me lotion. And then I put lotion on. And then I put my clothes on. And then I was ready to tackle the door. But yeah. I feel like that door story has to be episode... What? Featured in next episode. Yeah, we can explain that. It was a whole thing. (laughs) Well, I feel like maybe we should just give each one more. But I have so many more. Maybe I'll just name a few. And we don't really need to talk that deeply about well, them. I think I haven't really... I think I gave my biggest ones. Well, I'll just name my next three quickly. As I was saying before, Rebecca realized that she can't live without moisturizer. Um, definitely can't live without nature. I absolutely mm-hmm. love hiking. And just being in nature it's, it makes me feel great. Um, also, so basic, but music. My father, mm-hmm. a.k.a. Kreikel, invented... The Can't Live Without playlist. He has one. I also have one on Spotify. So it's all this music I can't live without. And then also, I was thinking another way that you could approach this question is, like, particular items of your own that you can't live without. Because I've been saying very general things. So, Mm -hmm. like, your blanket, right? Mm -hmm. And I was thinking, you could kind of reframe that into what would you save from a fire in your house, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, like, kind of the idea. If you go to a island what are the three things you need well so for the fire version of the question the two things i would save would be the blankets my mom have knitted me has knitted me that was improper grammar and my box of letters Mm. birthday cards but also letters with my pen pal or letters with my for my friends Mm -hmm. um those just are really really special to me and i obviously could live without them but i wouldn't want to I'm the same way. My parents saved, I think, all of the cards that I got. Like, even the cards that were like, you're having a baby, you know, before I was born. So 
I have like a baby box of those and then I loved looking at those as a child and I loved especially um I have a lot of cards from my uncle and oh. just like seeing his handwriting just makes me sob every time I look and it's just so special to look at but um I've saved every card every post-it every index card it all goes into a box um and I just love looking through that and I can't I know this is like I'm gonna live a very long life, so it's gonna take up a lot of space, but it's okay. Yeah, I we can dedicate a room in our future house. <laughs> mm-hmm. I brought my brother's letter. He wrote me again. We're ten years apart, but he wrote me a letter before he went to college. Um, so when I was eight, and I've taken it with me everywhere. It's in my desk now, still, and I like read it. Um, I agree with that. Yeah, there's nothing more special. I had a thought about that, but then I forgot it. Mm. well can I give two more I want to explain it yeah oh you can Mm, I also can't live without music but I think I can't live without singing I think if I had to be specific for me it's more so listening Mm -hmm. I think um obviously I love to like play music and listen to music but I think of all three of those I just love to sing like I if you know me I'll sing narrate my life yeah, you do. So if something, especially in moments of hardship, I'll go, that's the worst. <laughs> or like something. Yeah, something. Sometimes you're like, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, I love to do the, ooh. <laughs> you can't see what I'm doing, but um, I definitely don't think I could live without that. And that's one of my favorite forms of producing music is being in a choir and just like being with each other's voices and like you producing the sound. Mm. That's just so cool to me. Um, and last thing is probably, like, flogging slash my second of the day. Oh, I th- okay, I thought you said something else. Flogging? Yeah, I was really confused. Oh, no. Vlogging. Yeah, sorry. Vava. Voom. Enunciate. <laughs> um, yeah, I can't live without vlogging. Not that I like, do it for anyone, I'll just... Do it for yourself! Yeah. I, I guess I started in high school, because I started my second of the day, uh, my second of the day then, but I liked, instead of just having, a, like, one-second video, I turned all of those into full vlogs. So if I was, like, 30, I could look on in that moment and not just have, like, a wave or a laugh, but actually explain what was going on. Yeah. Um, and I've just caught so many cool moments of my life that I would probably never remember. Like, the one that sticks out to me is um, at the end of senior year I <laughs> was driving to Sonolenti because I had to get my eyebrows done and the buses weren't leaving and I just pulled out my phone I was like vlog my appointment is in two minutes the buses are not leaving it's 10 minutes away what do I do and it's just like such a small moment but those are like my favorite things just to remember the small moments of life that I never will remember you know Can so you- I guess yeah. Oh, sorry, no. No, yeah, that was it. I was just gonna say, can you tell we like documenting things and we're sentimental people? <laughs> they definitely can't. I'm joking. No, it's so, it's, it's very obvious. <laughs> I remember what I was gonna say. Sorry, I, I kept cutting say. you off. No, you didn't. I kept cutting you off. That's just how we talk naturally, but I feel like that's not conducive to a good podcast, but we just do that because hive brain. That's true. Also, I have a tendency, if I don't get my thought out, I've... I've learned to listen before I speak, but in doing that, I will forget all of my thoughts. So I think I, like, told you about that, so then you let me go first so that I don't forget it. (laughs) I don't mind. But 
I remember what I was going to say about letters. I keep all my letters here in this box, mm-hmm. this cute green box. It's my box of magical things. And I also keep, like, little trinkets in there. It's quite, it's small. Your slug. It's like a shoebox. Oh, my 3D printed slug that my brother gave me. But it's just really nice to have. I recommend you all make one because if you ever feel sad, just open up that box of magical things. Mm-hmm. Read your letters. Look at your special pretty objects. It'll make you feel good. Yeah. Anyway, that's all I have. <laughs> um, yeah, that's really all I have, too. Um, thank you for listening. Oh, so our question for this week, please answer it if you're listening on Spotify, will be, what can you not live without? Mm-hmm. Let us know. Please, please answer it. We had a total of zero answers last time. No, we have one. Was it me? It was Sarah Herbst. <gasps> thank you. Thanks, Sarah. <laughs> all right, cue the outro. A five, six, seven, eight. Hit it. <laughs> it's having chats with Reb and Ray. We're glad to say you join the day with us. Beautiful. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye.